Today is January 5th, 2017, and you're listening to Brill Thoughts Audio Log number 37. What's going on, guys? I hope everybody's doing super well. Um, I actually, I'm posting this one pretty late. Uh, sorry, let me pause my music really quick. Um, I'm just working on my business plan uh, for the new kiosk business. If you guys listen to the audio log with me and Mike, which I highly recommend. It was a great conversation that we had. Um, we talked a little bit about this new business that I'm starting. It's not actually a new business. It's the cafe, but I'm basically taking the cafe from its current location, um, changing up the name, changing up um, kind of the concept of our business, and putting it directly in the same setting as our ideal customer which are college college students and professionals that are working um, people that want to get coffee throughout the day really um, so it's a really 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 good opportunity for us and I'm, I'm really excited with it so I've been working on the business plan for that now I'm trying a different sort of business plan rather than the typical like four-point business plan I have this book called how to write a great business plan by William a uh, Salmon um, and this is part of the Harvard Business Review Classics. I highly recommend this book. It is very short. I think it's less than 100 pages. Um, and it's, it's a very good book. It, it talks about, I guess the business plans in here are more geared towards businesses that want investors to come in, buy their business. So, you know, you gear it for that because really that's what a business plan is used for. Um, you know, you want other people to see it. The business, I mean, anybody can start a business out of their head, right? But when you write it down, you really want it to be clear, concise, and you want other people to be able to read it and know what the motive of your business and where your business is headed and the value and opportunity behind your business, as well as the people involved and so on and so on. So I'm doing that um, while simultaneously uh, I uploaded all my footage that I plan to have ready for tomorrow I wanted it out today but I actually fell asleep super early last night and that's the reason why I woke up at like 3 a.m. to make that audio log um, but um, I just wanted to speak on a topic really quick that I just came across with the Twitter fam and it was a really long yet very 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 valuable debate um, amongst the Twitter fam and um, it was it was split between two sides. One side that was speaking on behalf of paying to have certain parts of the social media process automated, such as um, your account liking pictures and um, things of that nature, like liking pictures. And I don't think it was commenting, but just like liking and following different accounts, um, whereas the other side was like, hey, 100% organic, this is how we're going to do it, boom de boom um, I kind of fall like in the middle with it simply because I've been on both sides where uh, for my personal account, I do everything organic, and I've generally done everything organic for the business. However, I see the necessity in automating, um, and I say that because when when you're a small business owner, and even as a creator as I am now, and I'm, I'm both of these, you want to give your attention to the things that matter most to you. Um, and before I even indulge on this topic, I think that this is very much a personal decision. This isn't like this is right and this is wrong. I think that, you know, when people have awesome content and they have 
awesome um, media game like they can gain a following that will grow quickly because you know word of mouth works however I think that for other accounts and especially now in the world where there's hundreds of millions of people that you can follow you know I think that is um, it's also it's also necessary for people to consider um, using money to help automate their process um, and what I mean by that is as a small business like for us to go out there and message every single person um, and find every single person takes a lot of time um, for me to do that I mean it took time for me working on my accounting it took time for me to work on like the other side of marketing outside of Instagram DMs right um, and so I get that portion of the process when it comes to outreach but then again on the other side you know I think that when when you're engaging with a customer so just to go back I when I started really trying to you know nail down the coffee shop as being like the cool coffee shop for college students to come I went to every single follower that I had. I went through their friends and I just started going through follow, 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 follow. And when they would allow me to follow, because a lot of them on private, I would go through, like a bunch of their pictures, comment on every single picture, and then maybe that person would follow me back. And just to do that literally was taking like 10 minutes per person. I was doing these in droves of like 20, 30, 40 people at a time. And so you're talking, you know, I'm sitting in my shop, you know, obviously at this point it's like not very many people coming in and I'm using up a lot of time trying to engage. And, and I see no problem with that, right? I, I think that there's a lot of nobility in um, working organically on your accounts, however, on the opposite side of that, if I spent that time and maybe paid, you know, ten dollars a month for my account to be taken over and um, for my account to automatically go like everybody that in a certain radius liked coffee, and for me to go like them and follow them on my account, I would have honestly, if I had thought about it this way, then I would have taken that option. Why? Because it would have saved me a lot of time and it still would have opened me up to being able to see these people and for me to um, engage with them because you still have to engage with these people on the back end like you can follow them and like their photos all you want but if you don't engage with them that money that you spent goes in vain right so I that's that's where I see the divide I think that there has to be a nice even split between the two where you can't just pay for followers and then you just like oh look at me I have a bunch of followers cool right but what if you take that and you mesh the two and that's where I am I'm, I'm in the in-between state where it makes sense in some instances to buy um, buy the automation to help you engage more right that doesn't mean you just stop engaging Right. That means that you're working on both ends. Every time you you start engaging with people, you're following more people. You go through their photos. You go you go in your timeline. You start seeing more people that you're following, and you 
click on the photo that you like you engage with it you comment on their stuff maybe you dm them when you see like hey maybe maybe they have similar interests and if they don't you won't follow and i and i think i don't i understand why people think there would be something wrong with it but coming from the angle that this guy rezzy was on this guy has a big social following and whether he paid for it or not i think that i think that finding the loops in the system is part of what makes this game interesting um and it is part of what makes it difficult right i mean i don't think it's a like buying your followers is evil and only organic is good like this isn't batman right like there is no good and evil in this game you know the i think that a lot of people are kind of naive to what really goes on in the marketing world and i think um, this guy Rezzy and Lawrence um, pointed out perfectly that you know the guy that a lot of people within Twitter fan follow Gary V uses a lot of automation and um, he might not he may not automate every part of the process of growing his social following but when it comes to extending his brand he definitely does and I remember listening to one of his talks where he talked about how he pushed and he had his team which is a form of automation like you're paying other people to push your content and make content for you that's literally automation um he talked about how the this first the first video that really started blowing up for him was his usc video where he delivered a, a talk at usc that was the first video that i ever saw and i remember him talking about it he was like that's the video that he like pushed he pushed it now, what do he mean by push? He put AdWords behind it. He, he, um, not AdWords. He put um, AdSense behind. Not AdSense. I'm, I'm really tired right now. Hold on. <laughs> he basically boosts the post and he put um, money in behind it, whether it be with his, um, whether it was with his. Uh, team or whether it was through ads to boost it up and to make it go and so uh, when it comes to like my personal account my personal instagram i you know i think that there is tremendous use in doing that because it, what it does is it gives you leverage like for me if i want to go to say sony and i'm like hey listen sony like i have this i have ten thousand followers on my instagram um these are all people that i engage with i talk to them like i like their photos like i genuinely go out and, and follow these people and um maybe i don't follow all of them but what if i do the follow unfollow thing right and but i still engage with these people these aren't these aren't like like spam people these are real people that like my stuff now this is if what resi is saying holds water this is what it's about right um so it's like what's wrong with that here's an example you go on tinder and instead of right swiping every single girl that you think is pretty, you just ta 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 and then the ones that you match up with are the ones you talk to. Now, let's say that that tactic is, you know, quote unquote slimy, right? What's wrong with that? I get it. Like maybe you should take more time to personalize and you want to get the human experience. But at the same time, I want to save time. I want to I want to hit that like button enough times until maybe the girl that I match with pops up and if nothing happens and cool I do it again the next day and the next day and the next day and eventually I match up with somebody that I'm compatible with and that I like and that you know and I mean think of me as you will but I think that that is a 
okay concept. It, it saves you so much time and it makes it so that you can engage with people in other ways. Like I'm not on Tinder when I'm at dinner with my family. You know, um, I'm at the movies and I'm enjoying the movie. I'm not worried about being on Tinder. And I'm using Tinder as an example, but the example holds water. Basically, automating any process that that can automate a process that doesn't require the maximum amount of human interaction and attention, it should be automated. And so I think that if going and following a bunch of people that would you know, by the, the whatever algorithm would allow you to, um, would allow you to gain a bigger following and thus be able to leverage, then cool. I mean, there's tons of people that do it and there's people that are still cool and they're genuine. It doesn't mean that they're, they're all slimy people. Um, and doesn't mean that anything's wrong with them. They're ethically wrong. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't look at it that way. So, um, yeah, I, I maybe I guess maybe I do fall on the side of being paid, but I I'm I genuinely think that you have to engage with your audience. You have to go in and say, Hey, I like your stuff. Um, I just think that I would much rather save my time and engage once I can get the weeding process out the way than than go through and do as we've done with the shop where maybe I can spend more time creating and less time DMing um, or following people individually and liking or hashtags individually than um, I have done in the past. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still in the middle. Like I still look at it and have a weird feeling about it, but at the same time, I see the practicality in it and I see the necessity in it and it makes so much sense. So let me know what your thoughts are. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, at the real underscore Brill, B-R-E-E-L, of course, if you're listening to this and you probably know how to spell it. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep working on this business plan. I'm going to be editing. Oops. Um, and so that means that tomorrow, um, it, it means that tomorrow I'll uh, be having a vlog up. And so I'm really happy to share and I'm working on some material that I haven't done before like I'm working on like this b-roll footage um, with some dope music and is is really going to highlight me working on my in-camera transitions me working on like my slow-mo work this is stuff that I haven't done before and so it's just a it's just like a little project it's a little side project right so really happy to be working on it and I will talk to you guys tomorrow in 38 but until then strive to thrive endure and survive peace